put forward as a presentation, there's a balanced perspective that you want to maybe express. In other words, let's say someone has a project in university mm. and they're talking about maybe an idea that they have or an existing um, concept. They're going to talk on different levels and different perspectives to have a holistic approach to what it is that they're presenting. It's mm. not going to be one-sided. It's not going to be just their own opinion. It's going to be balanced. It's going to be something that's going to, you're going to have pros and cons. You're going to have um, public views, subjective, objective views. You're going to have also Things maybe that, a conclusion yeah, yeah. at the end where you put a bit of your own personal conclusion and view of what's happening. Now, every mm. time I watch TV, which is very rare to be honest, I really watch TV, but what I mean by that is anytime I um, observe something that's on the media, I'm viewing it I'm as viewing if I'm viewing a presentation. Because anything in the media is a perspective you're being shown to either follow, believe, um, or take on as, as um, a fragment of your kind of perspective of what reality is, that's right? True, you know. Yeah, I view the media as a presentation. Whether it be a TV program, the news, a series, whatever, I'm viewing it as if I'm watching a someone carry out a presentation in university. Mm, so, no, for example, true. I'm watching the news now, and I'm going, I'm, I'm going to speak predominantly on what I feel I've been shown by mainstream media. Mm. Um, regarding this current COVID situation, right? Mm. When I'm watching the news, I'm not seeing a balanced presentation. In other words, I'm not seeing where I'm seeing pros and cons. I'm not seeing an objective and subjective. I'm not seeing um, a holistic approach to dealing with the issue. In other words, they will talk about, um, yeah, if you have symptoms to self-isolate, um, and loved ones around you need to self-isolate for a, a week longer, the, things like that. Yeah. Seeing that, and I'm seeing where they're talking about how much people a day are dying, but I'm not really seeing any coverage on how much people have survived it. I'm not seeing um, them express ways that you can take responsibility in strengthening yourself to be resilient against it. There are people that have come forward independently outside of mainstream me media um, bringing forth information that can assist someone in making sure that they're resilient against it but i'm not seeing the mainstream media do that and mm. the only thing that i can i'll use the word surmise the only thing that i can surmise based on uh, on what i've just said is that they are trying to um, use fear as the main um, component to in control the way we thing. perceive what's happening Mm. And the, the fact that the majority of people are going to be getting their information from there, you can see that the end result, which was a lot of people being fearful, buying up toilet roll, you know, I, like, like, you you know, old school kind of basic Caribbean mm. principles and format in terms of if you're ill, mm. you've got your ginger, um, your lime, drinking ginger, aloe vera, yeah. these things that have natural um, chemistry within it that help sustain boost. and boost your, you know what I'm saying, your defense system and that. Mm. I'm not seeing these things being spoken about mm. in mainstream. Ginger has a ton of amazing properties. Number one, it has 
uh, like 115 known antioxidants, and I'm talking about phytonutrients, which have a variety of properties, anti-inflammatory properties, anti-cancer, benefits to help if you're nauseous, especially if you're pregnant, uh, morning sickness, uh, great for gas, uh, also motion sickness, okay, so you can take ginger for that. And then the biggest benefit is the blood sugar. It has the potential to decrease insulin, insulin, cleaned off the shelf but I'm going in stores and seeing um, ginger overflowing the shelves and lemon overflowing the shelves but there's no toilet roll mm. like the, the symptoms of COVID don't even like last time I checked crapping yourself wasn't a symptom of COVID is it? upset mm. stomach wasn't a symptom it's, it's just the it's just the the fear about it but but it's just like I'm just seeing where they're using fear as their main, main component to mm. shift people's emotions and, and really um, um, take control in how people are reacting. And, and, and that's it. Now, now that we've got, just to divert slightly, we're seeing the media talk about riots. different things. Yeah, riots yeah. in the States. That's pretty much the, the hot topic right now. Mm. During the whole COVID situation, there was very little coverage on anything else in the news. And it weren't that other things weren't happening, mm. but, they, but they weren't telling it anyone. So the main focus, the main thing to be fearful was, was COVID. That literally controlled everybody's life for that two months and that was it. Now, they're not really covering it. But if the virus existed to the level they were saying it, it hasn't all of a sudden disappeared. All of a sudden disappeared. <laughs> the unarmed Mr. Floyd, who is black, died in Minneapolis after being pinned to the ground by a white police officer. He was the latest in a string of African-American men to die through police action. There have been protests in at least 30 U.S. cities, with violence, looting and arson in some, and several cities have imposed curfews. President Trump's national security advisor denied there was institutional racism in the U.S. police, saying that most officers were heroes. But a lawyer for George Floyd's family accused the police officer who's been charged with his killing of premeditated murder. And, and to be honest, I don't think that that school of thought is the, the overall solution either. I don't personally, based on, like I said, based on what I feel I've been told from them, a vaccine is illogical as well. Because as far as I know, a vaccine prompts your immune system to um, kick in against yeah. a pathogen. Now, I've, I've heard people say that your immune system isn't equipped to deal with this situation so why is the the, the science of a vaccine vaccine don't make sense to me like it could be my it could be where i lack knowledge of that particular type of science but it's just my way of making sense of it mm. there, there are other schools of thought as well and in terms of why vaccines don't make sense it's not real yeah like i I, per I personally don't feel that anything um synthetic is going to naturally help you. That, that that's I just don't feel that that's the case. Like what wash oh, excessively excessively washing your hands to me don't make sense. Mm. There are good bacteria on your hands which help communicate with the rest of your body, telling you when you've contracted something that you're killing. Mm. So by washing your hands excessively, you're diminishing the body's natural defense system, defense system. to fight back against. Yeah. Fight back against. Yeah. Your skin is home to around 1,000 species of bacteria that make up your skin flora. While some of your skin inhabitants pose serious health problems, most bacteria are not only harmless, but beneficial. Bacteria start colonizing your body the moment you're born. You can't get rid of them, no matter how many times a day you take a shower. 
On average, 5 million bacteria cover every square centimeter of your skin. Yeah. Like that don't make sense to me either, you know. Mm. And for a start, using using antibacterial on a virus. Yeah, when it's, it's killing the good. Virus is to yeah. Like once again, I'm open and honest enough and humble enough to say that I don't have a either a qualification or an extensive amount of knowledge and research in this particular field mm. to speak objectively. But I can say subjectively, that's where my mind is with that. And I, you know me. People know mm. me. But people around me know I'm. Quote unquote, a germaphobe. I like to keep clean. I work in, I work in a um, black people are always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I work. In, I work on. I work on public transport. There's, you know, there's loads of people riding on public transport every day. So I've always tried to keep clean. Mm. You know, like there's a lot of thick components I work on on a unit, um, and I, I just like to keep clean. But from mm. when I'm saying that, I don't think I need to be washing my hands 24/7 all the time. You know, like. That may or may not be perspective for some people, but like at work, we because our units also have toilets on them, we have to make sure that the toilets are looked after. Thank yeah? you, guys. And um, I I remember people, some of the some of the colleagues that I work with, mm. they um, I've seen them work on these tanks without gloves. Mm. Or, or the disposable uniform, and still turn around and eat, and still go upstairs and yum their food and eat mm. with the same dirty hands and whatever else. And now they're stealing, stealing antibac. <laughs> they're stealing the, the communal antibac because they're scared mm. of contracting a virus, mm. which is said to be airborne. So washing your hands isn't the be all. That's what we were talking about last time. You see time. what I'm it saying? I'm, I'm just saying from. I'm just, I'm just trying to highlight that it's important to have a self-governing mindset in regards to how you conduct don't yourself. Don't let people think Yeah, don't be easily brainwashed mm. and don't react and respond to fear. Everybody's able to be receptive to when they're in a state of fear. And I'm mm. saying, when you feel that creeping up on you, pause and really examine yourself and the information you're taking in and acknowledge the fact that you, you are capable of making wise and rational decisions to protect yourself yourself mm. before you before you um, seek refuge in somebody else's um, idea, mm. idea of protection. We all have the God-given, universe-given right in being able to protect ourselves with, without reacting to fear. And, and the first thing that I feel media outlets and governments um, have as an intention is to, to have use people, fear. Yeah, okay. use fear and have people react based on that fear. Flood of negative emotions such as fear or anxiety that drives an individual into a state of panic. When in a state of panic, an individual will naturally seek relief, as it is too mentally and physically draining to subsist in this hyper emotional state. Emotional state. Because we are a lot more controllable, more, a lot more predictable, and proved that. Yeah, that fear itself isn't healthy. That fear itself can induce stress and induce a lot of illnesses within people. Yeah. In one breath they're saying now, we can't have sex now, did you hear that? <laughs> they're saying, they're saying. <laughs> no, I haven't heard that one, but we're going to touch on that no, one. No, trust me. I don't know if in a condescending fashion saying good luck. You, you know the thing that gets me the most? Stupid. There's actually people out there that's going to follow this. Yeah, of course, because they're in a, they, 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 they're in a state of fear. When, when I, I think I said this to you last time. 
They might as well someone sheep. tell you not to breathe. Sheep will run from the sheepdog into captivity. Now you tell me, what is the greater fear? What is the greater danger? Yeah, not just the fear, but what is the greater danger? What is the greater danger? Great that the reality of the danger of the captivity isn't apparent. So they will run from the sheep dog mm. in fear, ignoring Into danger of captivity. It's true. And that is exactly what I see happening. The majority of the times when people are just parroting back what they heard on the news last night. Because yeah. there, there have been um, a, there have been a large amount of people that have survived this this so-called. Yeah. Um, to see them coming out with documentaries talking about oh how I survived COVID. Yeah, they will do that. They will do that. Potentially even just to capital just to capitalize on just to capitalize on We highlight survivors of this so-called um, disease is to further ingrain the fear in people. For example, there's I don't remember her name, but there was this one woman that was suffering of this situation hard. And she passed. She she came through and and, and um, recovered. And um, she was on the news talking about her experience. But the overall moral conclusion and message on this experience was basically stay in your yard. So mm. that experience was used mainly to continue keeping people under state of fear, not to. Not to illustrate, encourage people. yeah, not to encourage people, not to say, look, I survived this, we can do this together. Yes, there are people that have had this hard, but I'm proof that we can survive. If I heard that, I would have had more respect, but I didn't hear that. What I heard was, yeah, it was hard, I survived, luckily, but trust me, you don't want this, stay in your house, follow and protect you. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool, if you want to highlight that you had some pain, but nah, you, what you should be doing is encouraging people to also make their recovery. Also stick by those who are recovering. Mm. Yeah? And 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 um, help one another and, and and be a good community with this situation. But no, what he was doing was using that example to further, to further drive home drive the fear home. in people. No. In people. Mother of eight from Lake Butler, Florida, is opening up about how close she came to dying from COVID-19. <laughs> had chosen not to get the vaccine. Her husband wasn't vaccinated either, or their children. What was it about the vaccine that concerned you, that made you not want to get it? Just that it had not been around long. And honestly, I think I listened. I think I, I think I let people influence me, like saying, oh, you know, that this is the government. This is the government. This is the government. This is the government. Everything's on TV for a reason. For a reason. Mm-hmm. You understand? They're yep. not going to publish it yep. for no reason at all. No it's reason. there. It's there. Be how I see the screen. Anything from mainstream media. It's, it's, um, you can see in their behaviour and, and um, the persona, the body language. They're using presentation skills like the news the the weatherman the the weather that's a good example even as a a uh, green screen or projector (laughs) like it's you know when when i was in uni we had to work on presentation skills and i think that was if anything that was probably one of the most challenging things because a lot of people are shy a lot of people aren't used to that kind of um, way of communication um and a lot of people had really good projects or ideas but their presentation presentation skills skills were lacking yeah Mm. and because of that 
it it didn't really drive home the essence of what they were. Yeah. You see what I mean? And we see, we see that on programs like Dragon's Den or The Apprentice. You know, yeah. Where presentation skills really are they imperative. had a good idea, but yeah, they didn't. Exactly. And sometimes people don't really have a strong idea, but their presentation skills are so good it drives it home. And and I'm sorry, but that that is that is what I see the majority of the time. What they're really trying to feed us often doesn't really have much application to what to individuals. But the presentation's so hot, everyone's dropping for it. Mm. Because what I've seen recently in the media is they're really trying to drive home that COVID nineteen is a black or minority disease. What makes me laugh is that they say I heard them say on the news something along the lines of black or minority now i don't believe in the word minority period because there's nothing minor about me but well, i just found well. it jokes that they would say black or because before blacks were minority anyway so why would mm. you say black or like you're all of a sudden trying to differentiate between the two mm. anyway like i said they ain't nothing minor about us anyway yeah mm. but they're really trying to drive home this thing where it's a um a black person or a colleague yeah, and, and the reason why I think that is because they know that if in society you're going to look at people that have a bit more of a renegade, anti-conformist mentality, a large amount of those people are going to be people from our communities, black people, as melanated people. I'm not saying that's the only way, though. I'm just saying that's that's just that's just an angle to which I see it. Another angle is acknowledging where it's just another way of trying to control us. For example, we've got the Black Lives Matter situation happening right now where enough of us are gathering and not giving our ass and now they're using that really trying to drive home COVID-19 being a black concern because it's almost like they're trying to low-key tell us that we shouldn't be gathering for Black Lives Matter because of COVID because I saw this on the news because institutional racism existed way before that, mm. um, all, all of these um, all of these situations that we see happening with our brothers and sisters on on street with police across the Atlantic and here has been happening way before COVID nineteen. Mm. And now, when there's a situation and, op- and an opportunity to express this, not just to our own, not to the, just to our young ones, but also to people from other backgrounds. Other backgrounds that also can relate to us, like Asian backgrounds. India. India, yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's enough Indian brothers and sisters, Pakistani brothers and sisters, mm. enough people out there talking about this because they've experienced this too. There's opportunities for us to express this and get together and unite. And you're and telling me, how much you're telling me that I need to go to my yard and ignore that opportunity ignore because, that of COVID-19. because of COVID-19. Because of COVID-19. Cast in bronze, now daubed with graffiti, one of Bristol's most famous sons. Some protesters knelt on his neck, a reference to the death of George Floyd across the Atlantic. This had begun as a Black Lives Matter demonstration, but it ended in the historic docks where Colston's ships once sailed. Is a trainee teacher. What do you say to somebody who lives in Bristol who's horrified by the fact that this is gone? People might say it's vandalism, but black people have to walk these streets. Black slaves built Bristol. We have to walk these streets and see that statue of Constance every day. 
That's what it means. That There has been a growing campaign in recent years to remove Colston's name from buildings across the city. But many feel destroying the statue was the wrong way to do it. Tonight, there was a small counter-protest, claiming local history had been trashed. Had been trashed. Like, like um, Brother Polite said, we're seeing that shit. Not censored, not taken down off of Facebook mm. or Instagram. And I've seen them take down... I've seen nothings. them take down nothings. Yeah. I've seen I, I'm, I, I've seen situations where people have put up, for example, maybe certain educational perspectives about slavery that mm. can hit home because it's not it's not what you're taught in school, but it's mm. a reality nonetheless. It's truth nonetheless. But because of the controversial controversial um, um, nature of the information, they take it down. But yet, I'm seeing my brother's blood. I'm seeing his life force pumping out oh, of his yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I'm supposed to see COVID-19 as something that is the true threat of my life. Yeah. I'm sorry. You, you I'm can sorry. piss off with that. You can piss off with that. Time news. This woman's trying to tell. There's a um, I don't know if it's a it's, it's a representative of Black Lives Matter UK, right? Okay. Can't remember what the name. This on the news. This yeah. is on the news. Literally about two hours ago. Yeah. Okay. And um, they was asked basically their perspective on the um, protest yesterday in light of the information that's been given about the. Um, the amount, the, basically the risks that are involved with black people and COVID-19 mm. and in a sense they're being asked if they feel it's necessary to gather mm. and I'm thinking they, they aren't, they, I can't remember the exact words that was given in the answer but I would say it was answered it, would, it was answered the, the answer was executed precisely, oh, yeah um, but they still wanted to try and drive home the COVID thing, it's like no one's out there in Hyde Park giving a ass about COVID-19 some of them have masks and whatever else to maybe show somewhat social awareness, responsibility and awareness of the situation that's plagued the world over the last two months. But ultimately, they're out on the road because of something that they deem to be bigger and more important to them. Because it doesn't matter how much people you want to say has died globally of COVID-19, more of our brothers and sisters globally has died through racism. Through racism been going on for a lot longer than any COVID com- conversation or, or situation that we currently are dealing with now particularly the let's take on board all of the the um, information that's been brought forward through people on the so-called front line mm. over here and in the states and different parts of the world um, um, pointing out the inconsistencies of the information we're given pertaining to COVID-19 mm. Yeah, in other words, there's a lot they're telling us that ain't 
necessarily um, deemed as truth or fact by everybody out there, including experts. This is not just conspiracy theory. Mm. Where there's doctors out there, there's experts out there, there's studies out there um, that's been done from the Spanish flu showing that they tried to infect, I think there was 100 participants they tried to infect with um, the Spanish flu. Not one of them was successful. Proving, at least to them at the time, that you can't infect someone with... Yeah, that you, this happened early 1900s. Yeah, wiped out a lot of people. But it was pro- it was proven by this experiment that you can't infect someone with the disease. In other words, you can't contract a virus. Contract a virus. People can be vaccinated and not immune because perhaps the vaccine didn't work because it wasn't kept at the right temperature or their immune system just didn't work well. Equally, there are people that are immune that have never had the vaccine because they've had natural immunity from catching COVID. The government themselves has said the vaccines are to reduce severe symptoms hospitalization and deaths and deaths and deaths and deaths. But what AHRQ found with the federal agency, they looked at one HMO, which was a Harvard Pilgrim HMO, and they did a machine cluster analysis of what, in other words, artificial intelligence counting, a very, very accurate counting system. And they said the actual rate of vaccine injury is 2.6%. That means one in 40 people get seriously injured by vaccines. By vaccines. It's not hypothetical that vaccines cause injury and that injuries are not rare. The vaccine courts have paid out $4 billion and the threshold for getting back into a vaccine court and getting a judgment. HHS admits that fewer than 1% of people who are injured ever even get to court. The other thing is, vaccines are zero liability. Zero liability. I might have mentioned it before. I think it was you. You mentioned it. Yeah, because I I said, I I think when we last spoke, I was highlighting that there have been people, um, both in the black consciousness circuit and in the the, um, medical industry, that have highlighted and brought forth studies that show that viruses are essentially induced they they are an excretion of damaged or or corrupted cells within the body and it's not something that like if you had it I could just catch or vice versa it's something where there's a kind of breakdown within a, someone's body and that in itself it, th- th- that itself is, is the body's way of trying to correct that breakdown and it's not something that can just be transmitted and, and it sounds like, once again, I'm no expert in this field. I'm going by what I've collated as information by people out there who have done certain work and study in, in, in um, these fields. These fields. The billionaires becomes the new civilizing mission for humanity. The illusions about the big technology firms is they create. They extract. They don't create anything. They, you know, software programmers create the platforms that they use. Even 
Bill Gates didn't really write his basic program. It was some professor, two math professors in Dartmouth College who did the basic program. Um, they have posited themselves as inventors. When basically uh, we've done a new report, it's uh, because Bill Gates announced a new project called Ag One. You know, all agriculture will be one agriculture controlled by him. Where does he set up the office of Ag One? In Missouri, where Monsanto's headquarters is. Uh, but we watch what's going on in India and we pieced it together. So basically he's financing a lot of data mining from farmers, which will then be packaged back as big data and sold back to farmers. But this is exactly what happened in your 2016 elections. Facebook sold data to Cambridge Analytica. So when you think of why are the kind of leaders that we have getting created, very important to remember that in these 25 years of corporate deregulation of commerce, you basically have a lot of money in the hands of very few people. And they then are the ones investing in all the companies. The companies are not independent companies anymore. They're basically billionaire money managed by the investment funds like BlackRock and Vanguard, etc. They also know that everywhere people are on the streets. Just look at this year. Show me a country where there weren't protests. Chile, Beirut, Hong Kong, everywhere. So how do you deal with the rising demand for a change? That's it.